0: Welcome back to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I'm glad that you're here. Hey, listen, I'm live on location today. Like, I am not in Petal, Mississippi, recording this episode. I'm in a very exotic location, to be disclosed shortly. I have a guest on today's podcast, just to catch up with a guy who grew up at Carterville. So this is sort of a tribute to our... Our multi-generational desire, like our, our goal to be a congregation that ministers to every generation. Well, this is a guy that grew up in our church family and is following Jesus really well today. And I want you to hear a story and just reflect on what God has done. So today I want to welcome Charlie Tynes. Welcome, Charlie. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, I had like it some big surprise, but I actually am going to put your name in the title of the podcast, so hey. it's not a surprise to anybody. <laughs> All right, we are in Nebraska. You can say it either way. Yeah, this the you, you gave me a boomerang when you told me it went both ways, but yeah. so we're in Norfolk, Nebraska, yeah. where you've been serving uh, as a worship pastor and a creative design guy for uh, for Life Point Church for right. several years now. I just want to kind of connect the dots. So let's go back to the Carterville years a little bit and sure. just sort of paint a picture of the path that the Lord has had you on. So you grew up at Carterville, right? How old were you when you came to CBC?
1: Um, we moved to pedal when I was starting kindergarten, so it'll have been five. Right. And landed at Carterville really quickly thereafter. We didn't we didn't shop around too much. Right. Uh, so, so I can I can remember Carterville from kindergarten, first grade on. What are some of your earliest memories? Some of my earliest memories of Carterville. Uh everyone's favorite, Miss Gwen Perkins leading VBS. Yep. Yeah, that's some of my very earliest memories. Uh RA's in the uh second story of the education building with uh Mr. Butch. Got a lot of fond memories of that season as well. That was a little later, obviously, into elementary school there, but yeah, those are a lot of my early memories. Um, wall ball on the back of the original Fellowship Hall. That's right. Yeah. Before the whole new Fellowship Hall was there, it was a great, perfect brick perfect wall place for wall ball. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then getting into youth ministry, obviously, um, you. So
0: I want to I want to pick uh, up some there, not like on on me, but sure. like you are a worship leader. Sure. Right. Yep. Uh, how old are you now, Charlie? Thirty-three. You're you're married. You're raising a family. You've answered a call to ministry, and you're you've been serving Jesus very faithfully as a very talented worship leader. And when I look back on your footprint, some of that started in middle school for you. Yeah, at Carterville, right? Absolutely. Okay, so tell me tell me about the beginnings of Charlie Tynes leading worship in church.
1: Uh, let's see. So. I took piano lessons with Miss Mel, Melanie Hubbard, as a lot of kids in pedal. A lot pedal. of Carville kids did. My wife. Yes. There you go. Um, and I got into fourth grade and became too cool for that. Okay. Um, wanted to play guitar. And so Brother Tim, Miss Mel's husband, um, started teaching me guitar. Um, and that turned out to not be the just rock star anointing that I thought it would be in the first three months, okay as a fifth grade kid, right uh you expect to be just crushing it, and uh it did not come that easily or that quickly uh and then I got into sixth grade and started into the wonderful pedal education pedal schools band program. And in doing that, I didn't have time for guitar anymore. So I quit. Um, But as I got into seventh, eighth grade, I got into the youth group. Um, I I believe the praise team was looking for a bass guitar player starting out. There was uh, a few older students that were still playing acoustic. Um, Stephanie... Young Blood. Young Blood. Yeah. Uh, Adam Newsom. Oh, yeah. Um, so, those guys were still kind of carrying the the six string acoustic area, uh, but needed a bass player. And I remembered enough of the basics of guitar. I think I played bass for maybe one year, my eighth grade year. And then Adam and Stephanie, uh, that crew was kind of graduating, graduating out. Graduating out, yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember. Adam Newsom encouraged me a lot that I could pick up a guitar and do it. And then you, handing me your Alvarez. I remember the old
0: Alvarez. That old guitar that that a guy gave me in seminary. Wonderful, godly man from Louisiana gave me that.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you you believed in me. You gave me my first opportunity to really step into that role. And, um, yeah, and so then I taught another friend of mine, Austin McMurray, how to – pick up some some He some became notes. the bass guy. That's right, on the bass. And uh, yeah, shortly thereafter, Ethan Manning was in the crew, my older brother Paul playing drums. And, yeah. Yeah. So my origins as a worship leader are tied up. Carterville yeah. Youth, youth group, group. Carterville Youth as Group. As a student. That's right. And you did a
0: terrific job. And so... Charlie, when we look up like let's just track just sort of in bullet points, right? Sure. You when you when you left Carterville, where are the places that you led worship since then? How's God used you as a worship leader? And we're gonna we're gonna kinda fast track to your current setting and then we'll talk about what God's doing with you here
1: now. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of opportunities came for me out of Carterville's youth group. We had a uh a guy, Tom Edwards, a worship leader, uh, who would come in and lead for us. Tom gave me an opportunity to travel with him, to play with him, play guitar, play keys with him, uh, and that opened a lot of doors, gave me a lot of opportunities. Uh, right. I uh, led at Main Street United Methodist in college for a while. Um, they had a
0: they had a contemporary service, a contemporary right? Contemporary service.
1: Was... Uh, eventually, ended up at First Hattiesburg. Now Venture Church was there for a few years. Um, in, in a part-time kind of uh, way. And uh, 2013, I moved to Oxford, Mississippi uh, to marry my wife as she was starting grad school there uh, and started a um, started a church, was part of a church plant there in Oxford, Community Church Oxford, spent five years there. And we landed here in Nebraska in the summer of, let me get this right, 2018. All right, so that's uh that's man, that's a wild
0: ride. That's lots of places that you guys have served. Yes. Okay, so Charlie, um, like as I sit with you, you're no longer an eighth grade kid on a base, you're no longer a ninth grade kid taking leadership of the youth group. Like you are like it's beautiful to me to see you as as a theologian, as a disciple, as a worship leader, as a guy who loves Jesus, who thinks his thoughts and wants to see healthy church happen. Mm-hmm. Man, I love it. It's a blessing to me. Can't I can't tell you. Will you just tell me a little bit about what God's been teaching you about worship? And this is a chance for you just to let Carterville lean in a little bit and learn from your discipleship. And maybe it'd be a blessing to some of the people who are listening to the podcast. So, yeah. you know, kind of a homegrown guy. You know, one of, one of I guess, one of Carterville's sons in yes. my mindset. Sure. What's God been teaching you about worship lately?
1: Uh, man, so much of what I've learned through the years um, is we we like to make it preferential in a lot of ways it's easy for us to bring our preferences our opinions into the corporate worship space um and that is that's okay but in a lot of ways i think that's dangerous for us and um god has really taught me a lot through uh through his word um nowhere in the bible does it say sing and praise if you like the style that that's being done in, right? Nowhere in the Bible does it say, um, shout to the Lord when you feel like it. Um, and we bring our preferences and then we bring our emotions and our experiences in. And as a worship leader, I think I have to say this to a certain degree. But um, yeah, so much of corporate worship is about us encouraging one another. I mean, it's corporate. That's that's part of it. It's communal. It's not us in our private space worshiping the Lord, which is great and good, and we need to do that. But so much of corporate worship is about us joining together and doing that together. And yes, I'm worshiping the Lord, but at the same time, I'm encouraging the person down the pew, down the row from me, um, who may be in a tougher spot than I am, and they need to hear me sing, Great is Thy Faithfulness, And they need to be reminded of his faithfulness in that moment, even if it's not the style that I would prefer it in, even if it's not, maybe I'm not even totally feeling that. Maybe I'm not fully celebrating a season of where I feel like everything is good and right in my life. But can I be obedient to the scriptures? Can I be obedient to what God has for me? And just saying, hey, today I choose to worship. I choose to sing. And i found in my life personally, when I've been in those moments where it's been a rough week, it's been a rough morning, I don't really want to do this right now, but if I'm obedient and if I just say to the Lord, okay, you've asked me to do this, so so I will, I find myself that by the end of maybe that first song or the second song, or at least by the end of the or the time together, that my heart has changed and that God has met me wherever I am in the spectrum because I was obedient to worship him. Good Good deal. Good deal. Uh, Charlie, I'm in
0: Nebraska because you invited me to come up and, and speak at a Old Testament seminar for your for your church. You guys are yes. reading through the Bible. and I just want to tell you that I've enjoyed your church. I've, it's been a blessing to meet your people. I know I'm preaching tomorrow morning. Uh, we're recording this on a Saturday night. Yep. And so uh, I haven't seen all your church. But, man, you're in a neat space. You guys have just really a great heart. I love what God's doing through you. It's a blessing to me to see you in this environment. Mm-hmm. So keep it up. I want to reflect back as I wrap up the podcast. Charlie, do you remember... Uh, being called to ministry, I do. I remember when you were called to ministry. Do you remember uh,
1: anything about that part of your journey? I do. Uh, Lake Forest Ranch. Um, I think it was a winter retreat. It was. We did a we did winter retreat there. Winter
0: retreat. Terrific hot chocolate. Terrific hot chocolate. Cindy in, Bailey would make that hot chocolate after we got home, and I'm so like thankful for that. In the five
1: gallon buckets, right? right? Yep. Um, Scott Norris was. Uh, leading worship for that if I'm correct
0: oh yeah probably so yeah Scott yeah you know, Scott's um, in, in Vancouver right now yep um, we were blessed Scott was home with us some during COVID he was okay. at Carterville man that meant a lot to me Scott, Scott. Norris' is leading worship Lake yeah. Forest
1: um, I don't remember who was speaking for that one I don't know if you do as well
0: uh, I have a guess but I'm not gonna say it out loud in case I'm
1: wrong oh. we'll, we'll check
0: we'll check our memories after okay
1: um, yeah so I think I was 10th grade Maybe eleventh. Okay, I'm still fuzzy on the year. Yeah, my gut is
0: younger. I, 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 so I would go with tenth over eleventh, but I'm not sure. Right? I'm thinking it was
1: tenth grade because um, I remember you were young. Yeah, and I just remember I, I can in my head I can see the the room there at, at Lake Ford Lake Force Ranch and uh, Scott there um, in my memory, and um, yeah, I just remember the Lord saying. Hey, I I I have this for you. This is what I want you doing. Um I've give I've given you these gifts. Um and and I can I am not the greatest guitar player. I'm not the greatest musician. By a long shot. But there're still times where I reflect back on my journey and I think man, how did I even get to the place I am in my skill set cuz I don't feel like I was disciplined enough in it. I don't feel like I practiced enough as I as I should have, um, but honestly, I think it, it's it's God's grace in in my life and God's equipping uh, to give me give me the skills to to get me where I am. Um, yeah, so I remember I remember feeling that, and okay, um, and I remember sitting down with uh, Brother Hogan later um, and kind of talking through maybe what that would mean and what that would look like. and I remember uh, the day that your parents brought you to the office to talk to Brother Hogan. Yeah.
0: Like I remember that as a church. Charlie, I'm so glad that God called you those years ago. Um, Men, you're a blessing to me. You're a blessing to the kingdom. Thanks for taking time on the podcast. Some things that I want to point out for our listeners is like, I wonder how many people at our church today are being called Mm -hmm. to ministry. Yeah, you know, um, as a as a pastor, I think it's really neat that you walked away from the retreat remembering your worship pastor.
1: Yeah, you know more
0: because that's where God was calling you, though. Yeah. Right, and I wonder if Scott Norris knows that. I'm going to call him and tell him. I
1: don't know. Yeah. I, I, I hope you would. I, we might be Facebook friends. Yeah, if we are, I'll message him. But please, I want you to reach out to him. As well. Yeah, I,
0: because I think that would bless him to know. Yeah. Right. And I just wonder how many people at Carterville today are going to be called into ministry. Mm-hmm. And the volunteers at at church who are worshiping beside them, who are opening doors for them, who are teaching the Bible, who are supporting them through hard seasons. And you're a part of that, right? Yep. Yep. And, uh, and I just want to encourage people to say yes. When God calls you, say yes. Mm-hmm. And Charlie, it's been really neat to get to watch your journey. Thanks for hosting me, man. Thanks for letting me be in Nebraska with Absolutely. you uh, this weekend. And thanks so much, man, for taking what God started— At Carterville and using it. I'm just it I don't know, in a way it blesses me to know that we had a part of that. Sure,
1: yeah. And Carterville is definitely a huge part of that for me. So
0: Hey, thanks for being on the podcast. Man, this will be a uh, treasured episode for me. Charlie, I love you. God bless you. Listeners, thanks for tuning in today. As always, if this episode of the podcast was a blessing to you, listen, it's easy to share. Uh, Pass it around. Let some other people hear this one. Get the word out. And let's encourage one another to obey Jesus, whatever he's telling you to do, whether he's calling you into ministry or just to make a friend intentionally for the gospel. Just say yes. Obey him when he calls. Thanks. God bless you.